Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, RJ Salveson, we think. He's running late. He's tardy. Intern Cody here, manning the ship. Uh, hey, before we really get into things, I just want to make sure everybody's fully aware. Uh, weather's getting a little dark out there with the clouds. Wind's picking up. Uh, if there's an interruption, there probably will be an interruption over the air <laughs> uh, with some emergency alert from the National Weather Service. So we apologize. We don't schedule those. We don't know when they're coming. We've had a couple of them already today. Uh, we might have more as the afternoon goes on. Um, last I heard, pretty significant cell uh, in Box Elder County. Um, it could produce some pretty good-sized hail. It'd be heading our way. Interesting. Uh, I know they've had some really severe warnings over in uh, Bear Lake County and Rich County. Um, apparently, it's been dumping pretty good along the mountains in between Logan and, and Bear Lake. Uh, which is great. They still need it up in the mountains. We just hope it doesn't have lightning involved. But right, nonetheless, we need moisture. We, we need, need the we rain. Need, we need the rain. Portion. I don't care where it falls in our area as long as it we get some. Yep. Uh, although I guess if you want, we don't really want to be like Southern Utah, where if it comes all at once, like all the rain you might get in the summer comes in one day or yeah. one afternoon, it could be a bad thing. But uh, anyway, uh, still. A lot of different things to talk about today on uh, one of our last one-hour shows. We'll be going back up to two hours here soon. Uh, That's exciting because there's a lot going on. I mean, the Olympics have been going on for a week. Uh, USA basketball is still going on. A lot to talk about there. And they had a game to uh, recap today that we'll do that. Uh, Utah State football will be in camp. High school football will be going on. And uh, their practices are going on now. Their first games are coming up on uh, August thirteenth, and I, I don't, I don't want to spill too much of the beans here. Okay, but uh, we've got some pretty exciting things with how we're going to be doing high school football this year, and to because of that, we may have some earlier than normal broadcasts on some of our stations as we test uh, our equipment and uh, get a feel for what we're doing. So we may actually be covering some some scrimmages of some of our high schools, uh, high school football teams coming up here soon. So stay tuned for that. That's kind of exciting. Um, so some new developments going on here at the Cash Valley Media Group and how we cover high school sports. And it's a, it's a pretty significant change for us. So uh, we're learning to crawl before we walk and we'll walk before we run. But some really exciting evolutions of uh, what we do with our broadcast coming up soon. So all that being said, uh, want to hear from you if you're staying out of the weather, staying out of the rain and the wind. I'd uh, love to hear how you're uh, tuning in. Uh, roll call here on the Full Court Press on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321 to join us here on the show. Um, still more about Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. Not only did she back out of the team competition, she is backing out of the overall um, today. And so it just, it, it continues. And the opinions 
seemed to vary on the spectrum of opinions on Simone Biles and her decision and what she's decided to do here recently. And uh, it's really, really interesting. Great interview. Man, we wish we had more time yesterday with Riley Jensen, who is a, a, a mental uh, performance coach that works with a lot of different athletic organizations and colleges, both professional and, uh, and, and down to the high school level. But uh, really, really inter- interesting insight from him yesterday. Go back on our, our website, listen to that podcast, or subscribe and go back and find it. But um, it, it's everything from people being you know, cheering her on and saying this was a courageous thing to do, all the way over to the other side saying she's a quitter, uh, she can't be considered the GOAT if you don't figure out how to play through discomfort, pain, anxiety, whatever. Mm-hmm. You've had a lot of time to prepare for this moment, and then you've stepped away. So it's everything in between. And it's it's pretty fascinating to me to hear all these different opinions. And uh, if, if you miss it or if you want to listen to it again, I really would encourage you to go back and listen to what Riley had to say yesterday. Because he said it's like this grit, athletic grit. You know, like we... We've been taught for forever that you fight through the the best of the best. They still find a way to win and overcome. And that's part of the thing that's so exciting that I always love about the Olympics is watching the backstory. They always find, you know, NBC, give them credit. They always find the great stories of these athletes and what the process was, what their journey was to get to the, 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 the pinnacle of sport and competition, competing in their various sports. And you you, you fall in love with these people and uh, you cheer them on more so because you learn about what they've done and what they've achieved and what they've overcome to get there. And so when we get to the, the pinnacle and then one of those athletes backs out, it's, it's, it's unheard of. We haven't seen this happen before. So for a lot of us, we're like, we're not sure how to react right now. So I don't know if your opinion has changed at all over the last 24 hours, if you've had time to to ruminate on it or hear more opinions on it, or if you've just felt more emboldened with your opinion before. I'd love to get your reactions to that. 435-339-0321 here in the Full Court Press. Um, because I, honestly, Ajay, I have gone and a couple different points on this spectrum, and I'm still wrestling with where I where I've fin- definitively come down on this. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it's unfortunate. It was the only topic of conversation throughout sports radio, especially on this station, Dan Patrick, um, Colin Coward, Doug Gottlieb. Doug Gottlieb's pretty vocal about it yesterday, uh, and he didn't back down today, actually. Yeah, he brought it up st- again today. He stood plat on those, uh, on those comments even today. Um, you know, and, and someone said something interesting, uh, but maybe the only people who have a right to voice their opinion about this is her and her teammates. Like her teammates were, I got to be careful how I say, but left out to dry in the Olympics for a chance at the gold medal because she stepped off. I mean, now, well, and her her post game or post game uh, the post event, I should say, press conference was she was telling her teammates, like, look, your best chance at, at winning is with me not being 
in the in the competition right now. Is that okay? And so let's 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 have that conversation. Is she lying or is she actually being truthful about it? I don't know why she's, she would lie. Yeah, but she's the greatest of all time in the sport, Eric. And you're telling me that without the greatest of all time, would Michael Jordan would he ever say, "Hey, without me, you guys have a better chance of winning. I better step away." If you're considered the greatest of all time, even 50% of you is just as good as 100% of anybody else in that sport. I, 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 so, I mean, if, if she said, yeah, well, you know, you guys, they had to be looking at her like, uh, no, we, we, we still need you. You're still really good at what you do. We'd love to have you. But, um, and again, we don't, I don't know. I haven't really heard her teammates comments at all, but I'm sure they were supportive behind the scenes, off the mic, off the record. I don't know if they're, I mean, maybe they called home to mom and dad and like, look, she screwed us over. We had a chance at the gold and she completes her event. We probably win gold. Um, and she answered the other question I had too. If she would have competed in the individual par- portion of it, I would have had something to say. I would have been upset. Because it's one thing, if you want to not compete in the team and the individual, okay, I get it. But if she would have competed in the individual after leaving her team, I would have had something to say. And I, and then I go back, to, and I keep going back to this, actually. Um, yeah, today, it was to this morning, um, a, a couple people listened to our show yesterday and asked me about it. Um, and my question on, you know, if Kevin Durant, LeBron James walked out on their team, in the middle of the Olympics, quarterfinal game, because LeBron says, I have too much pressure on me. Are we okay with that? Or is it because it's LeBron James and he's already taken so much heat as it is? He, I mean, the whole entire media world is just going to burn him and roast him to pieces. And if that's the case, we've got an issue. And then I've got a, I've got a huge problem. Why is it okay for 95% of the world to be like, hey, Simone, we're on your side. We're going to be there for you. You're going to be okay. But if it's LeBron, it's, man, you are a coward. You are an absolute sissy. You are a joke. You let down everybody on, in the country. And if we have a different result because of the person that it is, the athlete that it is, I'm going to lose my doggone mind. I'm going to lose it, Eric, because that's unfair. That's pathetic on our part. It's, it's, um, oh, I have so many words I can't use here on air. But well, it, it would make me just so angry. Yeah, that, that's where I've kind of floated back and forth on this spectrum of opinion because, look, I, I, I feel like, yes, we, we, we do need to have more open and honest discussions about mental health. Like, anxiety is a real crippling thing for a lot of people. It, uh, correct, yes. I, I believe me, I get that. Uh, too close to home for some of that. But for uh, on the other end, it's like look, the, these are athletes that have access to things that I don't have access to, and they have all this preparation, and you know, they're – They've got great people around them to help them and coach them and support them. And there we, there's people saying Simone Biles doesn't owe you anything. And I don't feel like she does owe no, me anything. No, she doesn't. But if you're going to compete and go through the process to go there, you've you've essentially taken the spot of someone else who also wanted to be there 
And if you're not going to compete, you've you've taken away the the opportunity from someone else too. So yeah, it, but it, it's frustrating, and I it's I get like yes, we need to be more honest about mental health, and it shouldn't be as taboo. But at the same time, are we just becoming the uh, the the result of a everybody gets a trophy society? That look, we it's okay that no one wants to do hard things anymore. Yeah, I. But and we gotta. I, I hate to do this, but I'm gonna categorize the the two words of hard things. I mean, you and I coming in, you know, whether it's working a 12, 13 hour day, and then going to compete as young as young as she is in the Olympics in front of the whole entire world. There's different ex- expectations from people, you know, in both certain situations. Um, but at the same time, she's been training her whole life for this moment, right? I mean, she's been training her whole life to be in the Olympics, competing for a gold medal for her country. And then when it comes time for that to happen, she, whether it's by injury or whether she was struggling or whatever the situation is, she has to bow out. Um, and I love what Riley said yesterday. Like it would be really hard to fathom somebody who competes their whole life for that opportunity and say, you know what? Can't do it. Sorry. It's not for me. Don't feel like it. Not in for it. That there has to be a good reason. There has to be a legitimate logical reason for that. And anxiety can be that. And I mean, we've had people walk off stage in a concert because they can't do it. That we've had, you know, you, you contestants perform on stage and they struggle with it, whatever the case might be. Um, but again, this is not her first time. That's what's also really frustrating for a lot of people is like, look, you've you've been on the world stage before. You've done this before. You've had expectations on you before. Your whole life, yeah. So what's, hey, and the what's other question- different? And it's that's where it's, I agree with, with Riley yesterday. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, you, and even Michael mm-hmm. Phelps yesterday saying it's heartbreaking. But where and we can have those conversations about yeah it's tough and and I feel awful for her, but it's also competition and how you prepare yourself to handle that pressure is something they're they're trained. Where and they have they have resources to help them. With. Where do they get those expectations from? Like where does it come from? I mean, is it, I mean, does social media do that much mental pressure on your brain? Does I mean because Michael Jordan said it I believe earlier today. He's like, look, I couldn't compete in today's world. I mean, he goes, just because of, I mean, the way social media is, your privacy is out the window. It doesn't matter where you are. Your privacy is completely out the window these days. And If you choose to be that way? Uh, no, nah, I still, I mean, the, the way social media is, everybody has a camera, everybody has a phone. Well, you know No what, matter where you go, someone's always watching you. Well, that's true. That's true. And you know what's going to make it worse? Name, image, likeness. These big name, image, likeness deals are going to those athletes who first, not the most premier athletes necessarily, certainly those are the ones they want to look at first, but who's getting those deals over others is who has the bigger social media following. So it's putting pressure on these young people to create a large following in order for them to cash in on name, image, likeness deals. So we're encouraging, there is an encouragement here to live your life on social media but and it, to 
do whatever to get a lot more followers. Now, but can we flip so the bed over? So you can get over? more money. And let's, let's, let's be the devil advocate to it. Eric, you and I are on social media, right? I mean, we are a part of social media. We also host a sports radio show that, we, that our listenership, thankful to our listeners, it has grown. But is there one day where, I, you know, if you were to walk in and we have a big show, a really humongous, great show planned, and you say, you know what? Not feeling it today. I can't do it. It's just too much pressure. You know, we got all these people listening and this, that, and the other. Like, it, it's just too much pressure. And you walked out that day, just maybe minutes before the show or even midway through the show after our first segment. That would be, like, that would be, my, it's my job to understand and say, okay, I need to adjust and move on. And just like it was for Team USA. But I think after, you're just like, what in the heck just happened? And I think her team was in, in that kind of sort of mind frame too of what in the world just happened? Eric, like their their best player just walked out, not walked out on them, excuse me. Um, but uh stopped competing. Yeah. Bowed out of the competition. And but you and I can't do that. You and I can't get away with that. You and I can't, I mean, if we're exhausted mentally or whatever, can't say in the middle of the show, hey, I'm gonna leave right now because I just can't do this. So I don't know. I, I, there's, I, you're right. I love what you said when I walked in. There's so many aspects to it, and there's so many connections to it, and there's so many. It's just I don't know which way. I don't know which way I stand on it. I don't. I know. I, I'm just being totally honest and transparent. Like I, like you can probably sense some idea of where my opinion is is right now, <laughs> but I'm totally honest. Like I have gone. Different levels of the spectrum on this opinion on what's gone on here because, look, I, I know personally uh, people close to me who have anxiety and, and, and depression and things like that, that it, it can mount and can be crippling um, and it can be really hard for them to, to do certain things or function in certain settings. And so I want to absolutely respect what what that means, what she's going through and be able to have the courage to speak up and admit it not an easy thing to do. Can't tell me that she just flippantly made that decision. She knows who she is. She knows how many eyes are on her, what the expectations are on her, and what's on the line here. So she didn't just flippantly do that. But at the same time, I also understand, look, there, yeah, there is an expectation. And you have to prepare yourself when you're going through that. And I don't want to lessen the, the, the I love what Riley said, the grit of competition. Like there's there's failure in every sport. And understanding how to deal with that failure and overcome it is what helps make us better people. Yeah. And that's what's so fun about sports. I got uh, and I've I've been all over the place on that uh, on this spectrum and it's hard. I I, I I'm not gonna say I'm one way or the on one side or the other. I'm kind of in the middle where I'm understanding but both. You know sides. what's crazy? I probably do find myself more leaning towards the, you're a competitor, you're an athlete, you've had years to prepare for this, you have resources that most of us don't. Um, I, I feel bad for what happened, but you know this is and, probably yeah, something that you thing should is, be preparing yourself for. Is like the opinions that are just getting torched for thinking that same logic. Like I've seen it on social media, I've seen it on TV, whatever, that People who have that exact same logic and understanding or thought process are getting burnt 
and just shredded by the world because, oh, well, you don't know what it's like to compete. You're right. I don't know what it's like to compete in the Olympics, but I do know what it's like to have anxiety, pressure, feel mentally stressed, feel, you know, mentally exhausted and still have to call in or I mean, still have to go to work and perform my job or do my job um, because that's what we're supposed to do without, like you said, the resources that Simone Biles has or a professional athlete has. Because what they have is right at the tip of their fingers, really. I mean, uh, um, they, you know, they can text uh, a, a personal doctor or a personal therapist, sit down with them for three hours. And I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if the team pays them or whatever, but yeah, like we don't have that at our hands. And that's, that's tough for you and I. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, like we don't have the pressure Simone Biles has, but like you said, we don't have the, uh, amnities to, to do that. Yeah. So, access to resources. Yeah, access. And hey, like 9315 yeah. text in a couple of things. First of all, he's, he's, uh, he's on, he's listening on the app. He's no longer in the Hayfield in rich County due to much need rain that just started. Thank goodness for that rain too. Uh, he says, this is uh, this way. This is a way different than like football or basketball because you can still change out players and win games, but in individual performances, that makes a difference on the win. I think that part matters. 8003 text in. Uh, anxiety? Pressure? I think there's more to it. She has been dealing with pressure and performing under pressure for her entire career. There's more to this than we know, in my opinion. She was saying something to the fact that she had the, what was it, the flipsies? Yeah. Something like that. I think so. Wait, and- the what? And it's uh, it's pretty um, close to if you're a golfer and you have the yips, like you've got like this mental block. You're like you keep doing something, and it keeps messing up. And you just like Charles Barkley had that swing that he just had that hitch, and he just couldn't ever get it figured out. Or if uh, you know you're usually a really good putter, but all of a sudden something goes wrong, and you've got a mental block, and you just can't get over it. You always have bad putts. With gymnastics, if you have this condition, the flipsies, I can't remember. I, don't know, what you're talking I, about. I know what you're talking about. It's like yeah. when they go up on like a, a, the the, uh, the vault or whatever the different uh, things that they're doing, your body is moving around and you normally would have control and you know what you're doing. But in this condition, your body's doing things that you don't intend to do and you can't get control of it. And when you're flying through the air, flying upside down and you have this condition, it can be really dangerous. You could land wrong. You could break your neck if you're doing it wrong. So uh, that's, look, that's a whole other level of, of pressure that has nothing to do with social media or national endorsement commercials and things like that. Um, it's, it's So I feel bad. I feel really bad that she went through it. But uh, at the same time, I, I worry that um, it, it might start to set a precedent that, um, you know, if when we're at the, the top level of competition and we just don't feel it that day, we just people just start backing out. Look, Donovan Mitchell, not Donovan Mitchell, Donovan McNabb, excuse me, uh, Super Bowl with the uh, the Eagles. Um, he had tremendous pressure that day. A lot was on on his shoulders. He had been a pretty good quarterback. They had a great run. They made it to the Super Bowl. And to get to the Super Bowl, anxiety was so much on him, he was throwing up on the sidelines throughout the entire game. And they would go to the huddle, and he would just have a blank stare because just the pressure had gotten so much to him. 
Should Donovan McNabb said, you know what, I'm just this is too much for me, and backed out? Maybe he would have helped his team win if there's another quarterback in there. I don't know. But that's the point here is that the Simone is taking herself out saying, you're better with me not being a part of the team. It's better that I'm not here because mentally I, I'm not in the right headspace. So Donovan McNabb may have cost his team because he let the anxiety get to him way too much. Now, did they have another option, a quarterback that could have helped them? I to that level, probably not. Donovan McNabb was still probably the best option they had. But so then that's the, so then see, but here's here's tough. the problem is now we're blaming Donovan McNabb for for losing a game because he had mental anxiety. Then at that point, then maybe Simone Biles did make the right decision because she's like, look, I have anxiety right now, and if I compete, I'm going to cost you guys a medal, the gold medal. So I'd rather not compete and give you guys the fair chance that you have to be able to go out there and win without the, um, without the uh, blockage or the obstacle of me competing with the condition I'm dealing with. So then, like, what, which way is it? You know, nine nine three eight text in Eric. The mental game is a huge part of all sports. How much more would we applaud athletes of their if they approach their coach team with mental health issues and ask for strength? Then still go out and perform, not blaming, just asking. That's a good point. Yeah, Kevin Love tried to bring it up, right? He's trying to make it more of an issue. Um, but it, it's tough because at some point you think, yeah, I, I give credit to Kevin Love for having the discussion and having the dialogue, giving opportunity for other players to give them the green light to say, it's okay to have this kind of a conversation with my coach or somebody on the staff. But at the same time, have to some degree, have others in the NBA looked at Kevin Love as maybe a little bit weak? Do you want to take a flyer on Kevin Love if and have him come join your team if you're not sure if he's going to be able to go? Well, and then he, well, I mean, he left Team USA too ten days after being in Las Vegas. And and by the way, the the response that Kevin Love got compared to Simone Biles. Now, Kevin Love didn't come out and say I have mental anxiety or anything. He just was gone. But you have to think that it dealt with some of that condition for him to just leave the way he did. Well, he physically, look, he missed a lot of time last year. It was questionable why he was even he, chosen on the team. But sorry, Cody, you were going to say? Well, I, I don't. What was I going to say? A lot of things. But um, if you if you take a is is handling pressure situations supposed to be something that a scout or an Olympic coach is something that you're supposed to be able to gauge. I mean, mm. if you don't have the right jump shot, if, you, if you're if you not fast enough, are these kind of attributes, should they be graded in the same sphere as when the moment is really big, can you handle it? Yes. Great point. So That part that, of your scouting, like yeah. you've got this kind of vertical, you've got this kind of wingspan. And in this situation, are you able to stand your ground and clear your head and, and make the play? Yes. Then why are we making this such a huge monumentous, like we have to protect this this sacred anxiety thing like has she not been playing since she's been has she not been competing since seven have people not been noticing a trend shouldn't this have been scouted and reported is this an isolated incident that's the kind of questions that come to my that's head that's a great, great point. point that's a really good point and uh, i look I, I think doug gottlieb earlier today and he was going on this yesterday too that the last several years we've been hearing a lot about treating female athletes the same way that male athletes are treated for equity and 
uh, you know, hype them up and talk about what they're doing and equal pay, then okay, if we're going to do equity, let's make let's make it equitable. They have to be subject to the same level of criticism that the male athletes undergo on a regular basis. Or we they try and say we need to be softer and not be so hard on them and take the approach that we take with some of these female athletes. Uh, well, fact of the matter is it's been it's been a much harsher world for the male athletes than it has for the women. I would agree with that. Nine four six three. I think the right thing to do with her situation is try and understand her thought process and be sympathetic, while at the same time trying to find solutions so athletes don't feel that way in these situations. And and nine four six three brings up a good point. But I got to ask, they I feel like they have those solutions. Like they have it. Like I think I feel like that that I mean an Olympic gymnastics team would have. Hey, if you guys have any mental conditions or whatever, we do have a therapist right here. You're more than welcome to sit and talk with him, you know, whenever, or even have a personal therapist, whatever it is. Like, we, you and I don't have that, like, right at our fingertips. And I feel like pro athletes, pro teams, pro, you know, competitors have that. I, I, I mean, at least from what I've heard, a majority of them do. Uh, Richard Gordon, I believe his name is. He's sports. Doc. Sports psychologist. Yeah, up at Doc's Utah a State. good dude. I love him. Also, the clock operator. I need to get him over on our show again. <laughs> um, he was, uh, and I interviewed him, but uh, after this happened, but he he followed around Mike Weir, and uh, was basically his mental performance coach the year that Mike Weir won the Masters. Like he was with him as much as his caddy was, and. Uh, uh, I'm not saying that everybody has a mental a performance coach with them all the time like Weir did that year, but there's a lot of times where these these are very valuable people to help athletes um, understand how to handle the pressure. Um, so it's it, you and I don't have the access to that when we have pressure in our lives. I'm not saying that's an excuse or that should be overlooked, but um, I. Bottom line here, I feel bad that it's happened the way it's ha- the way that it's happened, but at the same time, it, it's it's good to have the discussions about mental health and finding ways to, to be open about it and talk about it. But I think we need to be talking about coping mechanisms. How do we handle pressure? How do we get through these anxiety attacks? Uh, that's really something that we should be focusing more on. And I don't know that we've had a lot of those resources discussed as much and we probably should be doing a better job of that us included 9315 who was the USU basketball player that had a hard time being on an airplane Jalen Moore oh it yeah. is Moore huh yeah that's right and I, I know I think I talked to his dad about that too one time and said it was a really major struggle to get him out to camps and stuff like NBA camps because he didn't want to fly yeah when he was with the Bucks, uh, that's when it really just came to a head he's just like I I, I gotta deal with this right now because I'm going to be traveling all over the place with an NBA team. When he's with the Aggies, yeah, he travels some, but nothing compared to being on an NBA schedule. We got to take a break. Uh, continue to text into the Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. We got, oh, man, do we get any quotes for actor, athlete, coach? I have no? not done that. Sorry. Nah, that's all right. I was just thinking about get, it. We got to get love. that. That's a good, a good fun. I, man, good fun. it's a great game. Uh, uh, we also have a What Went Wrong Wednesday. Team USA gets a big win over uh, Iran. And look, uh, we didn't get a chance to get to this yesterday, but uh, the the last of the conferences 
for college football put out their preseason polls. And so now we know Utah State, what their schedule is, like who do they stack up against, and where do they land in their polls. So we'll take a look at that. And does that change your opinion of what you think the win-loss record will be for the Aggies in this upcoming season? It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. Bright Green Cars, that's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the Bright Green Cars outside, and some even talk about the building, but the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time we can help. Call 752-9493 to find out how much you could save. More tax credits are being offered. Greater cost sharing and coverage could start as soon as the first. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. You asked, and Cherry Peak Resort listened. Scotty McCreary is back. Due to high fire danger and your safety, the concert has once again been moved to Green Canyon High School Football Stadium. Thursday, August 5th, Scotty McCreary live. Scotty McCreary brings his high-energy show to Cash Valley. You don't want to miss it. Tickets will go fast. I'm coming over. If it's all right, listen for me. In the old A big thanks to Green Canyon High School administration. Food, fun, and Scotty McCreary live at Green Canyon High School Football Stadium. Scotty McCreary in concert. Tickets available now at SkiCPR.com. That's SkiCPR.com. 
Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. There's not as many smart people as you think. You know, it's just a reality. It'd be a no-brainer if you said, you know, hey, you got a chance to get uh, Wayne Gretzky on your team or you get a chance to have Michael Jordan on your team. Oh, we don't need him. You know, no thanks. We're, we're good. Yes, he is Wayne Gretzky and he is Michael Jordan. And um, he's right. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, intern Cody in the house. Uh, Batting down the hatches. If you have anything loose in your yard, it might get blown away. I don't know. It's looking kind of blustery out there. Uh, intern Cody, you said something really interesting during the break, and we've been talking about Simone Biles in the Olympics. Just one last thing for me on this before we move on to other things, but you were having a hard time getting into the Olympics this year? Yeah, I just was reiterating kind of what I've discussed with Ajay and a couple people, that the Olympics have just been no fun to follow or to cover. It just seems very negative, and it just kind of eats at my soul, <laughs> to be honest. Like, it's not been fun wow. at all. Like. I don't like the Olympics and I don't like how USA's the team USA specifically has been covered. It just seems like a lot of negativity and rather I would rather turn an eye to it and not, I don't really care for it to be honest. I think it's interesting. The only negativity really I'm feeling is just about what's going on with Simone Biles. I think for me, what's been a challenge for the Olympics is where to find what's going on. Like, is it on Peacock? Yeah. Is it on this channel, that channel? It's like four or five different channels. And it's every And single, some of it's online. Yeah, and it's every single day, too. And so I'm sitting there with my 10-year-old who's really into the Olympics, and we're bouncing around different channels, and this one says, okay, it's going to be archery. Oh, but we haven't seen archery yet. Let's watch archery. And we turn it on, and it's a bunch of people in a skinny rowboat. And we're like, oh, that's not archery. And we watch it for a little while, like, okay, weird. I've never seen this before. And then, okay, let's switch to another channel. Oh, this is fencing. Well, let's watch fencing. No, it's not fencing. It's softball. It's like they can't even get it right on their guide. And then you watch some things at night and then check back and later in the day and the next day and they're showing them again. The time delay is really weird. How they're choosing to replay things at different times is really weird. And just understanding what sports are happening when is it's more complicated than it yeah, needs to be. Yeah, that has been frustrating. Again, like I said, it, it's been every day. It hasn't been just like once. It's every single day. You're like, wait, where do I find this? Or where do I find that? And how come I can't watch this? And do I really need to pay five bucks to watch a game? It's, yeah, it's it's a joke. It's really been poorly broadcasted. I mean, I appreciate that so they have ways. all these channels that to spread things around instead of just having one channel and relying on them to bring me the best content. Yeah. But at the same time, it's hard to know, like, what even is going on? But 
We can move on from the Olympics. Yeah. There's a good tweet by Giannis. He's like, where can I find Team USA? Like, you know? And then like five minutes later, he tweets again. Oh, I ain't going to pay for it. Never mind. Like, <laughs> And the game against Iran was on Peacock. Yeah. Which apparently they totally destroyed them. They got back on track. Damian Lillard well, was really aggressive. Well, did they get back aggressive. on track or is it that Iran just sucks? Oh. But I I said this yes yesterday and you were mocking me for no. it. This was their get on track game. I I was mocking Team USA, not mocking you. It was like one twenty to sixty yeah, something. They're up eighty two forty three, and then just I mean it pretty much stayed that way going going forward. Uh, good good performance by Team USA. Got to see if that's fun. I uh, got to see if they can continue it here coming up in the uh, in the uh, next couple of games. Look. When they if they get to that um, that medal round, you know, final what sixteen or whatever it is, uh, they are going to have to play a lot better than what they're doing right now. Like, uh, like God bless Iran and you know, but my heavens, it's dude, basketball is not their thing. Well, they had one player who played for the was it the Grizzlies for about yeah. four seasons, so he had some NBA experience, but uh, one of the few teams. Um, probably the least experienced team uh, as far as NBA talent is concerned in these Olympics. But look, the, the the thing that I was reading about today was Draymond Green and, and Damian Lillard having this conversation about you know doing what they do best, be more aggressive. Um, and uh, Pop has been preaching, you know, we got to p- pass the ball better. These are guys that are used to being the shooter, the guy. And we have to play more like a team instead of individual talents. And that has been a bit of a struggle before putting these uh, these NBA teams together for something like this. But um, I, I don't know if this was a one-game anomaly or if it was finally a light bulb moment for Team USA. And I hope it's the last. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll find out in their next game coming up. I think they play Czech Republic. Is that right, Cody? I don't know who I they play so. next. I'll double-check for you. Uh, 9463 Texan. Uh, I agree with Cody. The Olympics are a mega overrated, and they get by with a good theme song and the fact that they only come around every few years. It's neat that all the world gets together, but the way MEC has monopoly uh, has a monopoly on Olympic coverage and abuses it as a, as a vehicle for Cialis and Carl's Jr. advertisements <laughs> is just disgusting. <laughs> Very hard to follow. Extremely similar how NBC treats golf coverage if you watch that. I love golf, but... Uh, I would agree with them. Nine three one five. I hope we never lose to Iran. They would take it and run with it. Am I missing something <laughs> okay. there? Well, uh, I mean, the two countries are kind of rivals for other political reasons, not necessarily. Oh in boy, sport. here we go again, Eric. One five seven zero. Pop is being out coached, and Coach K was seventy five and one. Not wrong about the latter. Nope. Yeah, that guy was 75. Okay, here's the... Numbers don't lie. No, here's the Dilio Cheerio. He had Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. He had Steph Curry. He had the greatest talent in the world. This team, Eric, is not the greatest talent in the world. Kevin Durant's not, not among the greatest talent in the world? Among the greatest, sure, but he's not the greatest talent in the world. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James at that time were the greatest talent in the world. They don't have either guy. God well, rest his soul. Uh, so is the greatest Go ahead, talent Cody. just not available in America just, anymore? What? I, I'm just saying, Ajay, there is absolutely no feasible reason why you cannot win handily 
with the with the amount of talent. Yes, even it, you yes, have, it, even that you have on reason. Team USA. There is no. a feasible reason. Why? It's the same reason I've given Eric. Why the talent is better in the world than it is in the U.S. You have individuals that are great in different countries. In- but you don't have a country with as much depth. And re- we don't have total any depth. talent. We don't have any to compare depth, with the United guys. States. I think it's the we don't fact, have any depth. I think it's the fact that Team USA doesn't play as a team, and that all the other international teams are able to play together. It it seems like a lot of hero ball. It's why it's okay, like watching sure. AAU basketball. Okay, sure. That's true. Why not? I think it, it that is. is the key right there. That is, and that's probably a good point. Pop isn't to be blamed for that, though. Uh, he's the coach. He's the like, coach. You know what you mean? He's like, hey, I want you to run this play. And if you're not going to play the team way, you take him out. You're oh, you want him to bench Kevin Durant or Damian Lillard? If, if he's not, not going to play, play oh my way. gosh! Either as he doesn't a, you understand. You have to command the locker room okay. as a coach. Yes, either you do. he doesn't so understand how the team concept works. And oh my heavens! I don't care who you are. If you're not going to play the right way, then you're not going to play. Right. One five seven zero. Who was on the roster when they won the bronze? That was Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, Vince Carter. Carmelo Anthony. Carlos Boozer was starting. That tells you where our team was at. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, I think, was on that team. That's 0-4, right? Yeah. I want to say Dwayne Wade was on that team. Let me see. Uh, Chris Paul was not. Allen Iverson, Stephon Marbury. Yeah, Stephon Marbury was on that team. Dwayne Wade, Carlos Boozer, Carmelo, LeBron, uh, Okafer... Sean Marion, oh, Stoudemire, right. Tim Duncan, Lamar Odom, Richard Jefferson. How was Tim Duncan on Team USA? What do you mean? Yeah. He's from uh, like some islands down. Maybe they're U.S. territory. He was born in the U.S. Virgin Islands. U.S. Dude, Virgin that, Islands. There you go. Is someone walking on our building or is that thunder? Oh, there's thunder. thunder. Isn't uh, it great? Lightning and thunder. Who is the yeah. coach? Larry Brown was the head coach of that team. Yeah. Pop was, uh, Pop Pop was, was an, an assistant. assistant. Roy Williams and Oliver Purnell were the assistants. Allen Iverson was the captain. Fun fact. Didn't they take... Did they medal? Did they take bronze in that They took thing? bronze. They took bronze. They lost to Argentina. They got smacked around by Puerto Rico. They lost to Lithuania as well in group play. Yeah. That was a rough go. Lietuva. Shout out Lithuania. Good for you, Eric. Yeah. R- good for you, bud. Look, I... <laughs> uh, I... This team is just so bad in so many ways, and they're going to get exposed again once we get into the next round. Like, for, Australia is going to torch them, Right. Nigeria might get a handle on them. If Spain gets them, watch out. Like, pray for Team USA. This, look, they aren't going to medal. Look, they also tweaked the roster. Uh, Kevin Durant was playing the four. Um, they have one, one real center. And then uh, just moving guys around. And maybe it's, I think it, part of it is just this team needed time together. They didn't have a lot of time to prepare as a team, get familiar with each other. Shortened season, not much training time to get ready for these exhibitions even. But still, I don't, I don't know that they've necessarily been put in the best positions to succeed either. But your, your bench, those are all-stars on your bench. Oh my gosh, Eric, it's Don't tell NBA. me this team has no depth. It's all-stars in the NBA. Knock it off. Knock it off. It's all stars in the NBA, and yeah. the All Star game had people Tell me what, out of it. What NBA no. All Stars are coming off the oh, bench geez. for Slovenia? 
I mean, come on. We know better than this. What NBA All-Stars coming off the bench for Australia? What NBA All-Stars coming off the bench for Nigeria? Yeah, because All-Stars really do matter in the NBA. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I mean, is off we, of- we can't agree that, that being an All-Star means you're playing at a very high level in the best league in the world. It's a fan, You can't agree on that? It's a fan vote. It's a fan vote. Come on. All right, we got to take another step aside here in the full court press. I'm not done with you yet. I do want to get to this uh, college football. Oh, uh, yeah. These preseason polls are out. Yes. Utah State, what does their schedule look like against teams and how they were selected in their various conferences? And does that change your opinion about what you think the win-loss record will be mm. for the upcoming season? We'll discuss that next, coming up on the full court press. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. American Secure Title is proud to be recognized as the best of Northern Utah. The entire team at American Secure Title is dedicated to offering excellent escrow and title services to the Northern Utah real estate community. They work with the most financially secure title insurance underwriters in the nation. No matter the type of real estate transaction or the financial size, American Secure Title will be a key factor for a smooth closing experience. American Secure Title, a legacy of service. Logan, Tremonton, Brigham City. More information at americansecure.com. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salvas and intern Cody. A little lightning and thunder out there. Some wind and rain maybe in the forecast. So just, you know, going to be outside. Be careful. I am just glad to have moisture. It is always Mother Nature is hydrated, and this is wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Hey, 1570 text, and I feel Coach K is a better team coach, which is what it takes to win the Olympics. Foreign roles are different than the NBA. I think Coach K has figured or had it figured out. Pop does not. I would agree. 
I would agree. Pop does not have it figured out. 9315. Eric, all the information I have seen, I still think USU football has an eight-win season. Woof. I nice. love it. Nice. I like it. Okay, Give so me the optimism. Here what, uh, here's what's uh, become available, and we'll put it that way. You know, Utah State Mountain West Conference, they had their media days last week, revealed their preseason polls. Uh, Pac-12 did theirs yesterday. A couple, several other conferences did theirs. Finally, they're all out there now, at least for those teams that Utah State will be facing. And here's – I'll just go through the schedule real quick and where these teams are predicted to finish in their various conferences. Okay, go. Fair enough. And then based on that, does that change your opinion about where they might finish or not? So they open at Washington State, who was picked sixth in the North Division. And I said that would be a win. And if you look at the overall Pac-12 – that puts them second to last. Yep. Eleventh uh, overall. Uh, North Dakota. They're picked third in the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, they play Air Force, uh, third in the Mountain Division. Boise State is first in the Mountain Division. BYU. Yeah. They're independent. They don't get the privilege of having a preseason poll. Uh, UNLV sixth in the West Division. Colorado State fourth in the Mountain Division. Hawaii fifth in the West Division. New Mexico State, also independent, no available poll. San Jose State, second in the West Division. Wyoming, second in the Mountain Division. And then New Mexico, sixth in the Mountain Division. 9952 text in. I'm going to Wendover next week. I'm betting the over for total wins. Eric, I am still very confident that we will go 7-5. and five. I'm very confident that you could put money down on the Vegas line for the uh, win total for Utah State and come back a winner. They're predicting three games for Utah State. That's ridiculous yeah, in my mind. That, that's incredible. Um, Nine five two. put some money for me, you know? Yeah, there you go. I, I'm, look, I, I think Utah State is, I think five and seven is likely. Six and six might be stretching it a little bit in my mind. Seven and five, uh, I'm not sure about. Okay, wait. So wait, what did you say is the most likely one? Five and seven. Dude, that is crazy. They're winning more than five games there. Like, I certainly hope so. Believe Washington me, I hope State's so. Washington State's a win. New Mexico's a win. You UNLV's still have to go to win. Pullman. It's still a Pac-12 program. And there's just a lot of uncertainty with this new team, new coach. It's a Mountain West Conference coach. Probably with a Mountain West Conference team inside the Power Five Conference. And the other thing, too, there's a lot of controversy surrounding that program these days. Yeah, with, the whole vaccine with the vaccine. situation. Yeah. The governor of the state has problems with what Nick Rolovich is doing and what he's talking about. I'm not saying— They're I'm, convening, like, special meetings with the president of the university to deal with Nick Rolovich. I'm so not there's so, a lot of controversy yeah, outside say, the lines that I'm he has not, to deal with. I'm not entirely 100% confident that we would be playing Washington State on September 4th. <laughs> Uh, you just never know where that's going to go. Like they might just say, "Hey, look, until you get vaccinated, no football for you." Uh, yeah. So, but I, yeah, we're going to get a couple more wins. I think we go seven and five, get a bowl game. I don't know if we win the bowl game, but we'll get a bowl game. When I look at the schedule, I think five. I I feel comfortable. That's crazy, with that. man. I feel pretty confident about that. Six, mm, it could happen, but seven, uh, I don't know. I think that's, six that's, and six is the most likely for me. Seven anyway. and five is stretching it just a little bit for me. They're winning that gauntlet stretch. They're gonna go two and one in there. That's where I have that's where I only have one win. Boise yeah. BYU Air Force. I'm, I've got them one and two in that stretch. How much time do we got? Five seconds. Well, 
Stay dry. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Thanks, everyone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Simone Biles' decision to pull out of the team gymnastics competition has changed the tone of the 2021 Olympics.